You are now tuned into All Bets In with my guys. My guys, my guys, my guys. My guys sports. A man with the dream Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to All Bets In with my guy Sports. This is week 15, episode 14. I'm B Spurl, Spur Online. And with me is Money Line, Rich Will. What's going on, guys? Uh, what's happening, everybody? We are uh, towards the end of the season now, a few weeks, but we got, uh, what is it, like three weeks left? 15, 16, 17. Four weeks. So yeah, week fifteen. Weeks. Yeah, so coming towards the end of it. Um, hope you guys are uh, cashing. Um, another profitable week on my guys' sports. You know, four and three. Um, so, as always, our goal is to leave with winning weeks. Um, what did you see about week fourteen that uh, that stood out to you this week, money line? Um, there was a bunch of things to me that went on that was, you know, kind of, I would say surprising per se. I mean, the imploding of Carolina has been, it's been funny to watch. Like, I kind of been back and forth on Cam, you know, he was going to come in. Has anybody watched that offensive line? It is probably the worst offensive line in football outside of the, the New York Giants. It's pathetic. And... I just more disappointed that the team has a has a the secondary is probably the best in football, you know, name wise and and talent wise. That was horrible. You fire your OC in the middle of the season, you know, you come out and Cam throws a pick six. It's like he getting hit on every throw. I don't know if Matt Rose the guy, man. He might decide to go back to college and and, and take that spread offense back to college because it's not working here. You know, it's just there. There's been disappointing for me, man. Uh, I'm very disappointed in them as a whole. Um, and who else did I have on there? And impressed with the Cowboys and that defense. The defense, that front seven is going to be really dominant and scary for a lot of people. So I really hope um, people look out for them because that that they're covered on ten and three spread. They're they're tearing people apart, and you know they they they're getting after the quarterback, and that and that's scary. I think for the rest of the league is. If they can continue to stay healthy. Yeah. No, they um the defense has been the best unit past few weeks, man. Creating turnovers. I mean, they're getting lead the league in interceptions. Um, I mean, I think the last two weeks they had defensive touchdowns. So um, you know, they um they're they're definitely holding holding the four right now as far as the offense kind of being a little banged up, you know, guys in and out of lineup and um you know, they they that 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 was the difference in that game. Um right there is just the the defense making those big plays down the stretch, big you know, sacks on Heineke and um you know, I uh shouts to you. I know even before the season you hit me it was like Man, isn't Michael Parsons a uh, defensive rookie of the year plus 400? That's a good look, right? No, so I, I didn't. Goddamn defensive player of the year, period. Yeah, I mean, he you you got to put him up there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. forget being a rookie. 
I mean, he's been dominant. Um, if TJ Watt didn't have 16 sacks, you couldn't even – you wouldn't even blink twice because you can't give it to Aaron Donald. Even though Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in football, it's not close. You know, if you look outside Aaron Donald, who's been more dominant outside of TJ Watt and Parsons? Nobody. Uh, TJ Watt, I give Miles Garrett. Um, yeah, Miles Garrett is good. But right now, shit, if you have to toss up, you know, you take Parsons younger and cheaper. Oh, you're talking about uh, voting? You're just talking about as a player on the team? Uh, just like the voting system, how they vote. You know, I, I would I would think Parsons would be, you know, Parsons is in my top two. I think I got TJ Watt one, Parsons two, Miles Garrett three. Gotcha. I think right now they got Miles Garrett as a favorite. Do they? Over yeah. TJ Watt? Ain't no fucking way. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's what's up. At last time I seen at the books, it was Miles Garrett, and it was T.J. Watt, and it was Michael Parsons. That's crazy. It was it was it was slight for uh, for um, for Miles Garrett. He was a slight favorite, but he was like uh, it was like probably plus one thirty five, and then the next person was like plus one thirty. It was it was pretty close, but he was he was he was a favorite on the on the board. Um, I mean, he did break the team sack record. I think he got like same amount of sacks as T.J. Watt. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's all fairly close. I, I, I think you can make a case for all for for all three guys. So, you know, but I, I don't know. I think if you're talking, probably just uh, I mean, because Parsons is not a guy that rushed the passer every every play either, so he has less pass rush attempts. You know, still dominant. Still guys. Yeah, still dominant. So, but he also has another guy on his defense that's also in top five in the in the defensive player of the year running Trayvon Diggs yeah. as well. So, yeah, um, that's true too. So that's pretty that's pretty unique situation right there. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at either. But uh, you know, any any pick, I think that's just a, that's a tight race. So, but I don't know who that want to go to. Yeah, it's close. But just to be in considered. To be considered, you know, yeah. with the greats as a rookie is, you know, you know, comparing him to a, a season like uh, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor's the only rookie to ever win, you know, uh, defensive player of the year. You know, it's it's he's having that kind of season. Yeah, no, I agree. It's uh, and then uh, I would say the um, few things I I noticed there. Uh, well, it looks like the the NFC is going to run through either Lambeau or Tampa Bay. Uh, that's, that's what it's starting to shape, yeah. up, shape up to be. Um, so that would be interesting to see how, you know, how it plays out. I, I haven't looked at the strength of schedule of those two coming down the stretch of who they who they got left on the schedule. Um, but um, it, it'll be tight race, so, so we'll see. You know, it's – once again, you know, nobody wants to go through – go through Lambeau in the cold, you know, um, in the playoffs. The only person that could do that is Tom Brady, but this would be a different, be a little different this time around, uh, better Packers defense. And, um, you know, that Tampa Bay defense isn't, isn't as dominant as they were last year. So hell no. <laughs> I mean, part of me, I got to watch in part like that first half that they had, they had some juice. And I think that was a big thing I noticed too. But I don't think them playing in Tampa Bay is beneficial for them 
because it was hot as hell there. You just watching them. They got gas in that second half. Like that humidity you fucking took over. You can see. I don't know if there's any advantage of playing in Tampa Bay. That's why I don't think Tom Brady cared about rolling to Green Bay because he he liked that cold shit. Yeah. And it used to it actually was a good day in Green Bay. The weather really wasn't, you know, treacherous for you know Tampa Bay. But I don't think that heat favors them because they got they were gas in the second half. Sherman left with cramps. You know, that D-line wasn't getting a lot of pressure in the second half. It just it wasn't good for them. So I just feel like it, I don't know if they they want to be top seeded. I don't think they care about being number one. I don't think Tom Brady will care about going into Glendale against the Cardinals <laughs> for an NFC championship or division round or going to Lambeau again like he did last year. Uh, he, he, if, yeah. They've done it already. So, uh, exactly. you know, so at this point, you know, once you win it and you go through there, you know, you, you feel confident if you have to do it again, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, no, I, I agree with that, with that part of that for sure. Um, yeah, so that's the NFC shakeup. Uh, um, and then out in the AFC, um, you know, as crazy as it looks, the, uh, the AFC North is just still up for grabs. Like nobody really uh wants to win it. Even Pittsburgh still got a chance. Like <laughs> they can right. still sneak around and and win the AFC North. So that's an interesting division there. Uh, Ravens are beat up right now, um, and we'll get into that you know a little bit later. But um, they they just might not have enough gas to make it down the down the stretch. Um, Cleveland, you know they banged up, you know, uh, struggling at the quarterback spot, struggling to score. And um, Cincinnati got the talent, but every time they win, they get blown out, they lose, so they can't find consistency. And Pittsburgh's not good, but they just got more – they got more fight than everybody else right now, so they just hanging around. So it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting division there. Um, and then um, the other – other game that stood out to me was the Monday night game. You know, just uh, we talk about, you know, in sports betting, you can't bet teams. You know, you get caught up betting teams. It's not about teams. You bet lines. And um, there was a lot of, a lot of people, um, you know, uh, professional bettors, media people, and a lot, a lot of people were on the Arizona Cardinals. And, um, you know, there's no way you can look at that game and say, I like the Cardinals at two and a half. Like, one thing I always try to do is ask myself, why is this line this number? <laughs> like, why? And for all that was going on with the Rams previously, Cardinals was coming off a win. Ain't like they, you know, ain't like they came off of getting blown out. You know, they came off a double-digit win on the road, created turnovers, had a good game, and they come back home against a team they blew out earlier this season at home and they get no – with all the all that money on their side, it, the line goes down. That's an automatic – that's an automatic I cannot look at at that side. Like, And it's just a line read. You know, that's why even if you don't like the Rams, it, you see something like that, you got to immediately get bail off the Arizona Cardinals because that just – you know, two and a half at home, they almost tempting you to take it. Cause it looks, you know, I'm getting a less than a field goal at home. So yeah, give me it. <laughs> <laughs> give me it. So it was that was one I looked at and I was like, gotta understand how to read lines and see what see what lines. Cause you know, even that was one you even 
you even said early in the week, you know, that you like the Rams, uh, you know, and uh, I was like, I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, even if it opened at three, I thought it would have should open at three and a half. Like that to me, that was the number that if you want to put that out to make me believe the Cardinals, you got put at three and a half. So, um, yeah, that's when we talk about it. Just try to make sure we get a good feel on the uh, on, on the line, not more so betting the team because, you know, the teams can change, you know, from game to game. But that line is a real indicator for them. Anything, absolutely but, but yeah no that was uh that was one i saw there you got any player coaching shout outs team shout outs man i ain't got no shout outs but i got some coaches i want to talk about special teams coordinator in green bay absolute fucking disaster um mad naggy disaster publicly coming out and saying that you didn't make any adjustments to Devontae adams was crazy um yeah, I mean, Kyle Shanahan, I like it too. I feel like his team is gutting and grinding. I feel like they've got – they've heated up a little bit and they're battling. I'm happy about them, uh, what they've been able to accomplish. Um, the only, I would say, player shout-out that I could give – man, Matt Ryan, man, continues to do his thing, man. I'm just impressed the kind of season he's had. Um, I'm – Really, uh, really excited to see. I mean, I'm really happy to see him still staying with his team and choosing not to give up and going out there and balling and leading his team to a victory. Yeah, that was one. And you say Matt Ryan. I, I know we talked about that game last week and in that game against the Panthers. I felt like you know I couldn't trust the Panthers, and it was like nope. that the one, <laughs> but the one piece in this whole equation that I can trust is. They got a the Atlanta Falcons got a veteran leader at quarterback, and that's the most dependable. Even though it's Matt Ryan, that's the most dependable piece uh, out there on the field. So, no, that's that's real shout out. He kind of weathering the storm because they don't really have a, a good football team uh, this year, and they're six and seven. So, yeah, you wouldn't even believe it. So, um, yeah, I'm with you on the Niners, man. They've been. They've turned it around, so they've been kind of, kind of gutting it out. Uh, that's a big win on the road uh, against a Bengals team who, who's talented, and they needed that win just as much as the Niners did. And they went on the road and got a big win in OT. Um, glad to see Ayuk getting back on the field, yeah. getting, getting some work because he was he couldn't get on the field to start the season, so he he making up for that that time and showing why he was a. Uh, you know, why he was getting that burn last year, getting the touches he was. Um, and then uh, players, Cooper Cup, um, that's probably out of him and Jonathan Taylor as your offensive players of the year. But uh, Cooper Cup has just been um, has just been a, a serious weapon, uh, just torched the Cardinals. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, um, they, they was – getting whooped on first half and got jumped on, uh, you know, bears started mocking and doing other stuff, which I don't know why you would do that. But um, Aaron Rodgers comes through way of, was it four touchdowns? Yeah. Four, no picks. Just, just, just turn it around. Just said, nah, we just finished shred these dudes. And um, I think they had a pick six or was they just, so they had like put up like 38 points of offense. 
Yeah, they 38 points of pure offense, seven by Russell. Yeah, shout out to Russell Douglas. My man's was on the practice squad in Arizona. Got signed, what, week five, four, week three or four? My man's been got two picks lead the NFC NFL and in defensive touchdowns. Like you can't can't argue with that, man. Shout out to Russell Douglas. Yeah, and then uh last one, Michael, we talking about him earlier, Michael Parsons. Um yeah. just just dominant. <laughs> just dominant. Um as a rookie, um just coming in and just it's crazy. He made a comment. He said, I don't think the NFL is that difficult, that hard. So it's like <laughs> Yeah, man. Drafted, drafted, and come straight in, and is one of the best defensive players in the league. And Dan Quinn having an innovative field to not keep him stuck at linebacker to say, "Oh, I mean, this guy got multiple skills and talents. I, we can put him on the edge and let him rush too." So, um, yeah, yeah that, that was key. Big time. And you got uh, got anything else? No, I think that's it for me. Cool. Well, hey, let's try to have us another winning week, man. It's a lot going on this week, man. Injuries, COVID. Um, so uh blessings to all the players. Hope you guys uh everybody's healthy. Um, you know, absolutely mess around and you know, there's some people that lost their lives. So um, you know, hopefully everybody's healthy and uh, you know, as a better, just try to navigate these waters, man. I would probably wait, you know, to put any tickets in you don't know who's playing in some of these games you could wake up sunday morning and uh key starters could be out so something to definitely pay attention to but absolutely um, we'll break down a few of these on the board for you and try to bring back another winning week here yeah absolutely all right first game we got here on the board we'll go at the patriots patriots at the colts Colts favorite two total of 45 and a half. This game open Colts minus one with a total of 44. Uh, Patriots. Uh, Patriots coming off their last game was against that the Bills, right? Yeah, Bills. So the, the run, the run, the run yeah. game. They haven't played that a bye. The run game. There you go. So, yeah, uh, since the run game Monday night, 14 uh, 10, um, ugly game in the snow. Um, and then we got the uh, Colts, uh, Colts coming off a bye as well. Um, so two teams coming off a bye, well rested, uh, good, plenty of time to prepare for each other. Um, Colts coming off a win, uh, shutout win on the road against Definitely. their divi- divisional opponent, Texans. Um, this game, this line has kind of moved a little bit, um, but we haven't seen New England as a um, – uh, actually, they were underdog against Buffalo, but uh, this team has been hot, and now we see them as an underdog against the Colts. Uh, what's your look on this game here? Um, I got a first half under. I feel like both teams come off a bye. Um, I don't think that the receiver matchup versus New England secondary is better than the receiver core from in Indianapolis. So I feel like they can they can play island ball with the cornerbacks. So I would fully expect them to try to come out and throw the ball. I think it's going to be unsuccessful. And then on the flip side, uh, New England likes to throw short passes and and run the ball. And I think the the way the Colts are set up, they're they're not prone to giving up big plays. I think this game will start off a little bit slower. 
I think the first half under is 22, 22 and a half, 23. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to, I mean, I can't, I don't think I can check right now. Uh, Let me see here. Let me see if I got it first half. I think I've seen it at 23 and a half. 22 and a half. 22 and a half, okay. So 25, yeah, I, I just expect it to be low scoring. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 7 to 10, you know, going into the third quarter. You know, especially it's in a dome. They play a little faster, but I expect both teams to be fully rested, fully prepared, and I'm not sure Carson Wentz, you know, the way his decision-making to me has been a little bit off. And I think they, I think the Bill Belichick is going to take away what they do best. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see seven or eight people in a box and it takes them until the second half to, uh, to figure this thing out. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a game I looked at and I first thought, um, uh, coach can beat them, but, um, I think that's cause I'm more so of, uh, you know, I felt, uh, maybe it was a good chance for, a Patriots, a Patriots loss, but I don't know if I really want to would want to fade them in a spot. Um, just because that, like you said, you know, um, Bill Belichick likes to, you know, take away your best weapon. So, you know, um, although I think you can run against Bill Belichick, I think this is, is a game where they're probably not going to want get let them get the run game off, and then you you're left with Carson Wentz, and that can be risky and. Patriots got a good pass defense, so you know, echoing what's similar to what you just said. Um, so, you know, this is only a game. I don't have any strong opinions on this game, but this is a game I can only look towards. Uh, you know, uh, Patriots adding them to like a teaser, so six points getting it boosted up to eight and a half. Um, I think it'd be tough. If the, I think it'd be a close game, um, so I think it'd be tough for the Colts to beat them by margin, just for you know. Uh, kind of towards what we said, um, sat there about this game. So um, that's that's my only only real look of it. It's just, it's just uh, Patriots can make this game tough for the Colts to, to move the ball consistently. And, you know, um, on the road, you know, the Patriots don't really play aggressive offensively. And uh, that's kind of how you want to play against the Colts because you want to attack them through the air because they play soft coverage a lot. A lot of two deep zone, a lot of cover two. Um, so you want to be able to push the ball at them, but you know, that's not really the Patriots style. So they might not be able to move up, maybe be able to move the ball, but it might not result to a lot of points on the board. So um, I agree. So yeah, I'm kind of with you on it. I think it'll be a close game. So I don't have a pick on like this this spread on the side or anything. Yeah. Right? I would I would tease it pay to the Patriots just because you uh, I think you get and it's, it, a, and it's a Saturday night game. I didn't realize it was a Saturday night game. Yeah, yeah, I think it's two Saturday, Saturday, uh, Saturday yeah, it's a late, the late, this is a late Saturday game. Um, only thing I have else on this game, I, a player probably I'm flirting with to see is uh, Matt Jones 20 and a half completions over short passes. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're gonna have a lot of success running the ball on the Colts, so I think they're gonna have to pass the ball because I don't, I'm not trusting. The cold secondary, so I would expect that to happen. And then <clears throat> I think that's uh that's pretty much it for me on, on that one. And then I like Carson Wentz uh over 226 passing yards is what I'm flirting with right now. <clears throat> got you. Yeah, that's that's all I got on this one. Yeah, me too. 
Got you. Uh, next game we got here, we got the Bengals at the Broncos. Denver favorite two and a half with a total of 44. And this this line opened Denver one and a half, total of 43. Uh, so getting some movement on the favorite up to two and a half and a little drop in the total there. Uh, Bengals coming off um, close loss there at home to the Niners in OT, lost 26-23. Um, and you get the uh, Broncos coming off a blowout win at home uh, against the Lions, one we had on there. Um, and, you know, just kind of took advantage of a Lions team that just coming off a big win, uh, beat them up pretty bad, 38-10 at home. Um, this is a, this is an interesting game right here. Um, uh, both teams can, um, I, I think I, I, I can see why Denver's favorite in the game, um, just because one, they're, they're at home, but you know, the way to attack the Bengals is through the air and, you know, this team got some weapons, so, you know, they can, they can have their shots at, you know, at this Bengals secondary, but Broncos typically like to set that up through the run. And this Bengals defense has been top six, seven uh, run defense in the league. You know, they just played San Francisco and they they pretty much held them in check for the most part on the ground, uh, play really well defensively. Um, just weren't able to punch the ball in offensively and had some, some key turnovers, but um, – kept the San Francisco rushing attack at 100 yards, uh, even so uh, below their average. Um, so this this Bengals team got weapons. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what this Bengals offense looks like against this Broncos defense. So it's hard for me to like, uh, really like the Bengals in this spot. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, the Broncos are outside of, a couple, you know, they caught the Lions last week, but, you know, before then they were struggling offensively, uh, even though they got weapons, you know, consistently moving the ball. So um, tough game. I think this would be another tight game um, down the stretch. So um, I, I don't have too too strong of opinion on this one either, um, but I think it would be a, a definitely a good game to watch. I think it would be pretty, pretty close. Um, did you have anything on this one? Yeah, this game is uh, very interesting, to say the least. Um, I don't have a real side on it. I I do think Cincinnati – I think Cincinnati uh, starts out fast. I actually like them on the first half cover, just the money line cover. Um, I think it's at a – I think it's at at minus one or plus one for Cincinnati. So I like Cincinnati to come out. They, 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 They started fast in the second half. They didn't get a chance to get the ball, you know. I mean, they got the ball in the field goal, and obviously San Francisco came back and scored, but they started to roll in the second half, and I think that will continue to jump over. It's a big game. You know, winning this game probably is going to make the strongest case for a playoff run, and I I, I think in the position that Cincinnati is, I feel like um, they got a better chance. Denver, to me, is has been up and down. You don't know what to expect from them. And it was a very emotional week last week, obviously, with DT, you know, passing away. So, you know, I knew that emotion was riding out. Um, 48 degrees, overcasty. I expect Cincinnati to come out there and, and start early um, for the whole game. It's it's too close. I can see Cincinnati covering a two and a half. 
Um, but I can see this also line moving to three, three and a half before kickoff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I, I couldn't I I don't couldn't move myself to either side. I see cases, cases on both sides. Um yeah, this is probably be one I just sit back and watch. I think it'd be a good game to watch. Um, you know, player probably you got any player props or anything on this? Uh, it's hard, me, it's hard to even pick point. a receiving player prop because you don't really yeah. know which receiver gonna get off. You know, he kind of spread it to a number of different guys, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure here. one of these receivers will have a good day against this Bengals secondary. Let me see here. Oh, they don't have anything available right now on the player prop for this game. Probably is going to be limited because they don't know what the hell's going on with this COVID shit, so I don't know. Can the Bengals run the ball against the Broncos? I think they can because you have to You have to pay attention to that Bengals wide receiver. I think they can run the ball to three wide receiver set if they're going to have to. I don't know if they're going to be able to eye formation, ground and pound. Denver, I don't. Yeah. The only the only look I could kind of come up with is I thought this I I think it'd be a little bit more scoring than what's anticipated, you know. But uh, I mean, it's supposed to be decent weather, but you know, it's at the same time the Bengals have been playing a uh, you know, and I, even in that game I was rewatching the Niners game. I felt they tried to force the run just way too much. You know, I, mean, I think they've been really committed to trying to run the ball this year. Uh, maybe they were trying to protect Burrow and his, um, you know, is he got, you know, finger issue and or, you know, they don't have great, they don't have a great offensive line as far as a, a pass protection. Uh, so he kind of takes a little bit more hits than necessary, but. Um, I, I felt they could have really attacked San Francisco through the air a lot more. You know, that's pretty much where you want to try to attack San Francisco. You're not going to just run the ball on San Francisco like that. And so that's the only thing that kept me from liking the over because they seem very committed to trying to run the ball. And, you know, they, they don't always bowl well to points for them. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, that's that's the only way. I, I guess I, I, I kind of lean towards the over on this game. but. Uh, not, not, not confident. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd have to agree with you. I don't have any super confident shit on it, but um, I'm definitely. I like the first half and maybe a Joe Burrow um, uh, prop if we can get one. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm with you. I don't. I don't. It's hard to bet this game because I think they're kind of evenly matched. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Next game we got here, we got the Arizona Cardinals at the Detroit Lions. Arizona favored 12 and a half, total of 47 and a half. And this one opened up Arizona 13 and a half with a total of 47 and a half. So no movement on the total, but we've seen some uh, movement coming towards the Lions. Um, Cardinals coming off that Monday night loss at home against the Rams with the Lions um, coming off that blowout loss on the road against the Broncos after they getting the, after getting their first win. Um, what was your, uh, what was your first look at this one? Um, TJ Hawkinson gone for the season, no Swift, no Williams. I mean, can they move the ball at all? 
I'm I just this game is a certified blowout. And if it's not, I mean, I'm willing to lose some money over it. People worry about the Detroit mission. Like we're not they're in the damn dome. And the team who the Cardinals who have to win now, they're in win now mode and they need a they need a game like the Rams had against the Jaguars, a tune up game, and this is it. You know, no hops is fine, but that hurts. But that offense, Connor, you know, Kurt, uh, AJ Green, Ertz, like they they've been they play. This is not a game, this is not a good game for Detroit. Detroit, they won their game and they may compete a little bit, but by how much? You know, I, I, everybody wants to bet Detroit because Detroit has covered some big spreads. But Detroit also – it reminds me of the spot of the when the Lions played the Bengals when people were hyped that Detroit, you know, can score some points. But it's got shut out, and it's it's tempting to bet 12-and-a-half. But it's like the Cardinals may start off a little bit slow. You know, Car, uh, um, Kyler has some really bad throws. But, I mean, that interior was getting tore up by Aaron Donald all game long if you watched it. They don't have any athletes like this on this defense, and it may be close, but I, I see them beating them by like 17 to 21 points. Yeah, no, this was actually uh, one of the initial um, looks I had was the Cardinals. Um, the D-Hop news, I didn't really like that, him uh, you know being ruled out for the season. Um, even though I think they still got enough weapons that they can, you know, uh, move the ball at least and make score some points, especially against this Lions team. Uh, and, and I kind of like what you said about this Lions team. They got their win last week. Um, the worst thing they could probably do right now is win a game. So they got the number one pick locked up pretty much right now. They're the only one-win team in the league. Uh, you – and you kind of the best thing to do is just stay like that. So you can make sure you secure your pick. Hawkinson out. Um, they'll probably start sitting, sitting some guys out or ruling some guys inactive, scratching guys out of the lineup. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we if they shut down Swift for the year. Um, you know, uh they they're they're pretty much uh, gonna be on rap mode the rest of the rest of the year. Um, but the Cardinals as well, they they got a win. Um, but I can also see them just kind of uh, actually the uh, two looks uh, on this game. Um, uh, I liked them a lot more um, earlier than, than now. But uh, the first half, I actually like that more than a full game. I think it's a game they try to get in and get out. Um, and in Detroit, usually they usually fight fight towards the end. But. They kind of get whooped on at home early in the game. Uh, so, but it's at seven and a half, which shows you the juice. Um, so I, w- I wouldn't play it unless it was at seven. I think seven and a half is, uh, you know, it's a little bit steeper than, than needed as far as for the first half. Just because if I feel that that way, you know, a game is not going to land eight usually in the first half because you're not kicking, you're not taking two point conversion. So I would have to feel that they can beat them by 10 in the first half if I'm going to take a seven and a half point favorite. So unless I get seven, I won't look at the first half, but also wouldn't mind teasing this down from 12 and a half down to six and a half um, below a touchdown for, for, for the full game either. Um, so that one with the New England Patriots wouldn't be a bad teaser uh, teaser play. Just because I just don't think there's there'll be much motivation on Detroit's, Detroit side, but Arizona Cardinals, could they come out and put the gas on early and then kind of slow it down 
later in the game because they don't need anybody else to get hurt um, going into this last stretch either, especially Kyler. He already been, you know, sitting out for a while. So uh, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised if they played this one a little bit more cautious after they jump on them and kind of coast the rest of the way. Um, so that, that was my looks on that one. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, I feel the same exact way. It's a game I probably stay away from, but do I think uh, my unmotivated team just bothered me the most? Like, what are y'all really playing for, kind of things? So I think that's the hardest thing about betting a team like that. Yeah, they were giving a lot of effort at first, but it's like you know, what what after now? I mean, they're professional athletes. Guys are playing for Absolutely. pride. They're gonna play. You know, no player is gonna go out there and just just quit. You know, and just just put their bad worst performance on the field, but. Teams, on the other hand, do things in order to give themselves a less of a chance to win. We've seen that with Houston. You know, week before the game, they release a player, uh, make a starter inactive. You know, just just little stuff to kind of mess up. You know, mess up what they're doing. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see a couple guys just not inactive and you know, them, them not playing to actually win the game anymore because it just wouldn't make sense to win a game and now you mess around and get a Jags, the first overall pick. and You know, it wouldn't make any sense. But, yeah, I'm, I, I would only lean towards the Cardinals, Cardinals side, but I like them earlier better than late, and I like them at a cheaper, at a lower number more so than I like them at the full, uh, full 12 and a half. But I could see them also covering the full number two. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. You got anything else on that one? No, nothing for me. All right. Next one got the Packers at the Ravens. Green Bay favorite five and a half, total of 43 and a half. And this one opened Green Bay two with a total of 41. Uh, Steelers coming off that Monday night, uh, Thursday night, sorry, Thursday night loss against the Vikings where they got down with 23 29-0 and came all the way back to uh, lose by eight. And then you got the uh, – I'm sorry, that's wrong. I said Steelers, Packers, Ravens. Ravens uh, Ravens were down to the Browns um, halftime and came all the way back to cover that game, actually. Uh, yeah, they did. <laughs> pretty, pretty crazy. Um, so, uh, if anybody had Browns two and a half, three, anything like that, that was uh, – that was unfortunate. Uh, and then uh, you got the Packers who uh, first same thing. First half was down, um, got jumped on. And I mean, you want to talk about flipped a switch. Um, <laughs> they flipped a switch on this team real quick. I remember I, I came back and left and it was when that much time passed, probably like 15 minutes. And it was was down 10 points. And next thing I know, they was up like almost 10 points a touchdown. So it it flipped real quick. So uh but they got the win 45-30 against the Bears. Now they're going on the road uh, against a real just beat up Ravens team. Um what's your take on this one right here? Um it, it's gonna depend on Lamar Jackson's health. Um no Kenny Clark uh, Kenny Clark up the middle is, is detrimental because he's a top five player at his position in the middle. Um, I think the Packer defense got to show some pride. I think they're embarrassed about giving up th- what they give up, what, 35? What, no, how many points? 30. 30 points to the Bears. Come on now. 
got to have a little pride on that side. Um, I feel like, you know, Jari Alexander might actually play this weekend. So, I mean, if he comes out and play, you know, you're talking about shutting off another side of the field. Uh, I, I expect this game. I'm, I like the under. I think the Packers will win. I don't know if they're covered the because I'm seeing it up to five in some places too. Not sure though. Not not sure if they'll cover the full five if Lamar plays. Being if at the Baltimore, you know, still got pride, they got a gritty team, but I doubt that Green Bay is gonna let this uh, backup quarterback come out and and terrorize them. Yeah, I see it as high as six. So I, I I can see it being a low scoring game, but if I had to bet it, I mean, as a Packer fan, I think they're gonna win. I don't know if they'll cover it because Green Bay is kind of banged up right now. That offensive line is banged up. So, you know, they're, you know, we're looking at another another combination of offensive linemen. We're down Billy Turner's out, Josh Myers gone, Ellen Jenkins gone, no Bakhtiari. So this would be another uh, I would be this is our what eighth consecutive different lineup we've had in in this, uh, the offensive line. So I think that'll slow them down a little bit. But overall, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers seems has not lost a football game. Was it? No, this is that. I'm sorry, I was at home. But in December, he pretty much doesn't lose a lot of football games. I get a record for you coming soon. But in December, he just plays phenomenal football, and I'm pretty sure he's watching what Tom Brady's doing. And I know he feel like he's going to make a little late run to to make the MVP race a little bit interesting. Yeah. I, I would say politics. They ain't gonna give it to him. Yeah, because what he said, but yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I I actually like uh, Green Bay money line. Uh, I parlay that with uh with another game, uh, but I think they win. I think the Baltimore Ravens defense, the secondary especially, uh, is just a little just too banged up. Um, so you can't play against Aaron Rodgers with no secondary. Um. And I also like Aaron Rodgers over passing yards in this game. I think uh, Ravens defense has been good as stout against the run for the most part, but uh, where they get exposed is through the air. And um, and if they're going to try to blitz Aaron Rodgers with no corners, um, that, that can be that can be very dangerous. So, um, yeah, I just I, they're playing with no starters, no starters in their secondary right now. So. Is just a little bit too banged up on that side of football. Um, I lean towards them to cover the full number, but I, I like uh, just the Green Bay uh, money line. And Aaron Rodgers over passing yards in this one. It's not up yet, um, so I'll be able to see a number. Probably won't see a number probably to later this weekend. But yeah, those are the those are the two plays I'm looking at on this game. Yeah, that was good. Um... I would say over or under. I don't think Aaron Jones is going to play this week. He has he was sick, not COVID related, but some kind of other illness. So I like AJ Dillon over fifty two and a half yards. If I think that's what it probably will come out at somewhere around there. I like that player prop on him. I think it's depending on what the weather. Forty three degrees, one twenty five, four twenty five kickoff. Yeah, I like them to run the ball a little bit more. So I, I like the I like I like this game to be. It's going to be a. It may not be a big uh, passing day for Green Bay. I don't know what they're doing with this offensive line. So that's the thing I'm only worried about. But I think they can still run the ball if Calais Campbell doesn't play and he hasn't practiced all week. Yeah. No, it's uh, – I mean, the total is low. So, I mean, it, it definitely uh, uh, definitely says it's, it's not going to be a lot of uh, – a whole lot of scoring. 
Uh, I would just think they just exploit the weakness, which is the secondary. But they can run the ball a little bit more. You know, it's the, you know, it's December, cold weather, so they definitely could. Uh, but, yeah, no, those are my only looks on that one. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's all I have for that one, too. Cool. Next game we got here, we got the Titans at the Steelers. Uh, this game is at a pick'em, a uh, total of 43. Uh, Tennessee uh, opened two-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 41-and-a-half. Tennessee coming off a, a shutout win at home against the Jaguars. Um, and we had the Steelers uh, coming off that Thursday night loss. Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Okay. Yes. Tennessee, this game was is at a pick'em. Total of 43. Tennessee open favorite two and a half with a total of 41 and a half. Tennessee coming off that uh, shutout win at home against the Titan against the uh, Jaguars. And the Steelers uh, lost that Thursday night game in Minnesota. Um this game has dropped. Got some movement on the uh, – getting some Steelers buy money here at home and uh, totals coming down. So, I definitely see it not being a whole lot of scoring in this game. Tennessee been struggling offensively and the Steelers um, as well struggling offensively. Um, what was your what was your looks on this game right here? Um, I actually like Pittsburgh in this game. Um I don't know about what's about Tennessee. I think eventually you can only sustain so many injuries in this league. Um, they were hot. You know, they was covering and beating all fantastic teams, but that shit started to slow down when you don't have your, your bell cow to run the ball with, you know, like you need to. Um, they had a good game, obviously, last week. Um, but I just think this is like Big 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 Ben's final run. I feel like they always push through strong at the end and, you know, I think Mike Tom Mike Tomlin is playing for pride, man. He ain't never had a losing season, and I don't suspect anything to be anything different. They're still in a playoff hunt, and you know, still there's still uh, chances to go to the playoffs. And I'm not sure that Tennessee has enough. Not say they don't have enough, but I, I'm concerned about them. You know, long term scoring against a defense like this, especially you know, what we you know, I say is Julio really healthy? We don't really know. You know, he obviously is going to play, but. We don't know how healthy he really is, and just from what I'm seeing and what I've watched, I, I just would I just like Pittsburgh, and it's gonna snow <laughs> as well. You don't have no, you don't have Derrick Henry, and you got, and I don't like Tannehill to go out every every single week and beat anybody. Does he got? He's getting paid like he should, but I, I'm just not a big fan of that. That pass rushing the Steelers, and, and the confusion that defense what they'll have, and and I think Big Ben will start off a little bit faster than they did. So I, I'm leaning towards a Pittsburgh first half or Pittsburgh as a money line for the whole game. And they're minus money for the money line, so they're not even plus minus 108. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a game I don't really have too much of a look on either. Um, uh, Steelers, um, you know, they typically known for their defense, but they rush defense to being horrible, being kind of – kind of bad these past few games. I mean, they were playing against the Vikings and not even in position to make a tackle on some of those runs, which is uncharacteristic of them. So I don't know what's going on with their run defense, but it's uh it's been I've not been not been good here as of late. 
and then uh, they seem to have some character issues uh, with some of their players. So uh, definitely a game they need, must win. But I, I'm just not a, uh, I'm just not in a hurry to go bet on the Steelers right now. I don't know what's, I don't know what's really going on with them. Um, if they weren't in the playoff run, I actually think they probably would have suspended the receiver uh, contract. Oh, yeah. Conduct, yeah. conduct detrimental to the team. Uh, Absolutely, he's, a, he's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, so it's uh you know that's that's kind of that's kind of weird, but and then the Titans, uh, not sold on them. They just kind of skating by, but you know, just just never know. It's just an ugly game to me. So I don't. It's a game for me. I I would pass. I'm passing on this one. I don't really have have a feel at all. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for the game. Cool. Last game we got here, we got the Saints at the Bucks. Saints, Bucks are favorite minus 11, total 46 and a half. And this one open minus 11 and a half, total 46 and a half. So no movement on the total. A uh, little bit of buy to the Saints side in this game. Uh, Saints coming off a Blowout win uh, on the road against the Jets, um, and then the Bucks coming off a uh, close overtime uh, overtime win there against the Bills. Um, I know we kind of talked about this one a little bit, and uh, I mean it feels like a Bucks spot. Uh, what you, what you thinking on this one? Man, this game will be a surefire blowout. I, I I don't I, it could get close in the first half you know it's in Tampa Bay like I said it's a tough place to play you know for any athlete because uh let me get what the weather what the weather's gonna look like here the weather is seventy five degrees so you can imagine humid seventy five degrees Sunday night game humidity broken clouds so you know it might it might be too much for the Saints to to continue to sustain so it may be close early but I expect Tampa Bay to beat them by. Probably by twenty. I mean, I don't. I this Taysom Hill experience is horrible, man. I, I, it's on to me. It almost feels embarrassing to watch sometimes. <laughs> I don't. I don't really feel like that he should be out there playing like that. You know, he's not a real quarterback, and to think that this defense, who who got thrashed in the second half, I mean, basically gave up what, what shit, what twenty one points in the second half. Well, you talking about the Bucks? Yeah, no, yeah, the Bucks defense. I think they gave up what twenty. Shit, what they give up last week? Let me look right now. Because I think the the Bills only scored what three points in the first half. So they, they gave, gave up twenty four points in the second half. Twenty four points. Twenty four points in the second half. So that defense got to come out, play a lot of pride. Um, I'm just not a big fan of the Taysom Hill experience. I don't feel like they can. Like they they struggled to move the ball against the Jets, man. They just in the beginning, eventually they got rolling. But you know, Zach Wilson was five of twenty-two at, at one point in the game, and it's like that's not happening. I think this is a Padger stat game for um for Tom Brady his MVP campaign, and I just don't think there's any way that you know they can go out. And I think Mike Evans is going to take this game personal. I'd like to see what a player problem is going to be for him because I expect them to go out there and like I said and blow their brakes off. I wouldn't be surprised if this game is 27-3, 30-3. I have to like some of your onslaught. 
they're not going to be able to run run the ball against the Saints which as much. But I don't think the Bucks care about running the ball. They'll throw the ball 50 times if they got to, and they will. Yeah, I mean, that's how you want to attack the Saints. I mean, they have a poor uh, uh, poor pass defense right now, and they're missing some. They already don't have pass rush, and they're missing like two of their uh, key defensive linemen. I don't think Cam Jordan is playing, and they're missing another D lineman. So now you get less, even less of a pass rush. So you can't touch Brady and your corners, uh, you know, your pass defense is – being suspect in the secondary. So, um, you know, this uh, this like a get right, get back game for for Tom Brady. So uh, that that's going to be tough. And then you just got the contrast in play. The Saints want to run the football and the Bucks typically have a, you know, a solid run defense. So, uh, you know, I don't think the Bucks are going to have any problems scoring uh, against this team. And can the Saints keep up scoring? You know, that's that's the thing. So, you know, if this game, if the you say the you mean the team total on the Bucks is 28, you know, so if you if they get into 28, 30 points, the Saints not going to be able to keep up, keep up scoring with them uh, if they if they get to that that type of point uh, point range. So um, and the number 11 is kind of, you know, it's kind of hinting towards that. It's, uh, you know, they, they put it right above a number for you to tease it. You know, because you're not really getting any value teasing from 11 to 4, 11 to 5. You know, um, you if you're going to tease, you might as well just late 11 if you're going to tease it. Um, if you're thinking about teasing it, because, you know, you tease the game down to 4 or 5, you still need, a, you still need a cover by a touchdown. So you're basically paying a premium and taking another team to tease a game from basically 11 to six, 11 to seven, but you're getting it to four, but you only getting the value of a, to six to six, seven points. Cause you still need the touchdown. So, um, you know, they basically saying either you going to take it cause it's too many points for the saints. or you just take the 11 with Tampa Bay. And, you know, I would, I would lean towards just taking 11 points. Um, just, just a tough spot for the saints uh, come out here and play against them and, like you said, it's a statement game for the Bucks. You know, you got a uh, got a revenge spot right there. So uh, that's the only way I could play this game as far as the side. Um, I am looking at Tom Brady passing yards and Tom Brady over touchdown passes in this game. Uh, I think he'll get it get his fair share. But uh, yeah, it's it's Bucks Bucks and nothing for me. I I couldn't look towards the Saints side, and I was on the Saints last week. You know, so. Um, Thought it was a good buy low spot, but now they're playing up back up in class and uh, got to go on the road for a second week in a row. So, you know, can 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 Taysom Hill convert third downs? Can they take advantage of of of, of Tampa Bay's weakness, which is the pass defense? And I, I don't know if they can. Uh, watching them last week, they played with a lot of pop and they blitz Josh Allen um, a lot. In that game, even though they they had their way in the second half, you know, up points, but they they blitzed a lot, and I think they'll send blitz at J- at Taysom Hill too, and make him be a quarterback. So it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, either it's Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay um or nothing for me in this game as far as the side. Yeah, and if you guys want to tease it, you feeling special, tease it down. 
<clears throat> nothing wrong with a good tease. This would be a good week to tease. If you, even if you tease that six, you know, drop it down to five. And I think you can get a good low buy spot on a tease. And maybe you parlay over another game. If you wanted to, to parlay uh, six points, you can get Green Bay at a plus a half a point and Tampa Bay at, at five points if you want to combine those. It's, it's a good low spot to buy on. The only thing about the tease is I think you, you're not getting any value because you're not going through two numbers. You're teasing a five, but if you're teasing from 11 to five, you know, you still need them to win by a touchdown. So you're not even uh, – you essentially teasing – really teasing from 11 to six, 11 to seven, but you're paying extra extra juice for it. So yeah. it's it's almost it's it's almost don't even you're not even getting any value from teasing from eleven to five points. And if you was, if it comes down to ten, you tease it to three. That's different. You're getting through seven. Now you're getting the field goal. But I don't even know if it's any value teasing. You might as well just take the take the full game if you're gonna take it or don't or don't take it because teasing I mean, game from eleven I mean, to five. You know, I mean, mathematically, I mean, it's no it's no value. If they win it by a touchdown, it still is. I mean, if you feel like they're going to cover a touchdown, I think, I think, I mean, five and 11, it mathematically may not make sense, but you know, you play the game to win. And if they win by a touchdown, you know, it helps. It's better than betting 11, you know, if you're going to, if you want to play around with it, it gives you an opportunity to still cover the game if you're, if you're concerned about them covering a the big spread. Yeah, I don't I don't know if the math says it like that, but you know, I'm not saying it can't win. You know, you can definitely win by teasing it that way. But if you're talking about long term, being able to win over long term is math. The numbers don't the mathematic numbers don't don't matter, match up because you're paying extra juice for for no value in the number. If you was getting towards three, you're getting value because you're going through two numbers. So you actually can win by get a field goal. But. You know, how many games – if it's 11-point spread. How many games on 11-point spread are going to land five and six, four, five, and six? It's very rare. You're never going to get a number like that. You know, a, a spread of 11, it's always on either – either that underdog is going is going to outright win, you're going to get a three-point, a close field goal game, or 11 points. You just – you're going to get close to a blowout. You never you, – you're rarely going to land four, five, six. So that means you – what value are you getting from pushing it to four or five, six? You know, just the, 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 the statistic, the math statistics don't really, don't really justify you teasing the 11 point, 11 points down six points. Um, you typically always want to try to go through at least two key numbers. So um, they call it a Wong teaser. So even if you, you, you try to find numbers like two and a half, because uh, you can go through three, and you can get through seven. So you're going through two numbers or or you or you a seven and a half point favor. You teasing down. You're going through seven and you're going through three. So you're getting a value of a touchdown and a field goal. So it it's, it, it changes the possessions of the games as well. So, um, you know, I'm not saying it can't win. You teasing it to to 11 to six or 11 to four. But um it's not me i'm not creating the formula it's a math mathematic formula um that you you don't have value teasing it from 11 to four or five points that makes sense 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say if you like it, if you if you worried if you if you worried about it getting a five so you can get some extra points, I mean, you you really just better off taking a full spread or not taking the game at all because you losing you losing money paying premium to get down to five with no value on the points. But um, I mean, I, I'm looking to throw it probably on the money line parlay with a couple other teams because you can make it plus money. Um, so I got. Um, uh, three money line parlay looks. Uh, two money, three, two three team money parlay looks with plus money. Uh, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Green Bay money lines. All three money lines in Miami, San Francisco, Green Bay. Um, three team money lines. Um, so, um, that's I did look. I did look to possibly throw it on the money line. I lean towards Tampa Bay covering the full eleven. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, like I said, I think they blew them out. And that's the last one we had. I don't know if you got any uh any bonus looks or any other games that we didn't talk about you got picks on. Uh Cowboys game is interesting. I like the under on the game. <clears throat> uh like yeah, I like the under on the Dallas game. Um if anything else I like, I think it's gonna be a tough for the Giants uh, <clears throat> for Mike Glennon to come out there and with that offensive line and put up a lot of points against the Giants. You know, 10 and a half is a lot, but uh, at 44 and a half, I, I just think I, I like to under on it. I think the Cowboys keep the game really close. I mean, I keep it really low scoring. You know, they do have a lot of weapons. I just don't know how much time Glennon will have to uh, to to hit any of his weapons. Yeah. No, they should have their way against the Giants. Um, are they playing in New York? And and I don't know if the I think you talked about before. Um, Giants not really probably trying to win the rest of this year, and Daniel Jones might not come back either. You know they got two yeah. top seven eight picks in the draft this year, so they might kind of shut it down for the rest of the year as well. So that's yeah, not a not a bad one either. Um, let's see, yeah, like I mentioned. Um, I mean, it's a lot of COVID stuff out. So, you know, at first I originally liked the Rams, but they got a lot of uh, COVID stuff going on. Um, uh, team total, I like the team total on the uh, – did like the team total on Jets at 16. It's at 15 and a half. Um, so I, I kind of lean that way. Um, 16 is just a little bit better than 15 and a half. Uh, and then uh, – uh, just a couple of money lines. I like money uh, some money lines more so than I like full spreads this week. So uh, looking to probably just pair a few uh, money lines together. You can get a three-team money line parlay with plus money on some of these games. But some of the lines just had, just got boosted up way too high, um, you know, to like in this way too much variance, injuries, COVID going on uh, feel comfortable taking some of these full, you know, these big spreads. I mean, it's only only a couple of these games are small spreads. I mean, only like three of them. The rest of them are nine points, 10 points, 11 points, 12 points. So a lot of big favorites this week. So, you know, uh question we always ask usually when we see those big favorites is which one is more likely to get money line. So yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't see too many underdogs this week that just yeah, got, that just got the, potential. The only, 
The only one I see is Seattle. Uh, underdog. Yeah, no Von yeah. Miller, no Jalen Ramsey, no Odell Beckham. They can get snuck here. Yeah. That that's yeah. the only one I see. They can get snuck. Yeah. No, I'm I agree with you on that one. That's why I, I, I jumped off the Ram side because it's just too much. Yeah. Going on. They they can get they can get snuck here. And even Chicago could be possibly on upset alert. I mean Minnesota could be up on an upset alert too. Oh, you think Chicago is live in this spot? Five and a half points in Chicago, 38 degrees in Chicago. Um, yeah, it's a tough, tough thing. Um, five and a half is a lot. I think they, I think is they definitely in a spot they can beat them. Like I said, Kirk Cousins, that's where we at. You know, that defense is ranked 22nd in the league, the Vikings. And, you know, Fields is back. And like I said, I think they'll get, I think they're going to make it a game. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good, five and a half is a good bet, but. Like I said, you just don't know what you're gonna get from the Minnesota Vikings. Like you said, Kirk Cousins go out there and throw 400 yards and and <laughs> five touchdowns, they can still lose. They can still lose. That's true. <laughs> but I think that's that's an upset alert watch for me as well. But um, more so, I think Seattle is more primed to beat the Rams this week. Yeah, I would say that's the only dog right now I see on the board that um, that I think. Uh, I mean. Unless you like the Bengals, yeah, Bengals. I mean, they might. I'm pretty sure. I think they got a chance. I think it'll be a close game. Um, Atlanta, you know, I don't know. They they've been a Frisco and beat them in Frisco. Yeah. I, mean, I think it was uh, like last year, a lot. The year before. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think. I mean. The Falcons' defense is is not really that good. Even the Carolina was able to move the ball against them. They just Carolina just had a couple of just blunders on offense. They just, I mean, a pick six. You know that was a difference in the game. I mean, it was 21-28, something like that. And take away that pick six, it's a different ball game. So I think the Niners would be able to move the ball. Um, and they actually they actually trying to trying to do something. And I don't know how I'm, I'm not really sold on the Falcons offense. I mean, they still running their offense around a, a running back wide receiver combo as they as they, you know, they offensive savior right now. So, you know, that's difficult to do. I don't know if that worked for them coming here on the road. But, you know, I don't think it was last year, but the year before they went in a, in a you know, first going in money line, the Niners uh, out of nowhere. So. You know, they definitely, definitely could. They've been there. Different, you know, different team, different place, different time, but. But still. But still, yeah, for sure. Um, no, that's it for me. Yeah. Uh, see if I had anything else I didn't mention. Yeah, I pretty much mentioned everything else. Team Bucks team total over 28 and a half. Um, Zach Wilson interception prop. Um, definitely gonna throw a pick. Yeah, yeah, throw. I think he'll throw at least one. He didn't throw one last week, so he'll be due for one. Due for one this week, especially against a good pass defense. Yeah, so I tell you how trash the Saints' pass defense is. Yeah, right. So yeah, Brady, Brady, Brady props passing yards over t- passing TDs. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's. That's all I got. I'm looking at money, you know, a couple of money line parlays with a couple of teams, but um, yeah, just a lot, a lot going on this week. So yeah, man, be, be, uh, 
be mindful with your bets, man. Uh, somebody can get ruled out Sunday Sunday morning. So um, take this probably all the way to the to the buzzer. I agree. I wouldn't be doing anything till Sunday morning at 10 a.m. or 9.30 before kickoff. Yeah. Got to see who's playing, man. And, uh, Got to. COVID is a different time, but man, that's uh, that's all I had on the game. Yeah, anything else? No, that's it for me. Cool, got you. Hey, appreciate y'all tuning in uh, for another week. As always, uh, week fifteen, episode fourteen. All bets in with my guy sports. I'm Spurl Online. You can catch me at Spurl Online. That's Twitter and Instagram. Uh, every once in a while, I drop uh, actual some picks on there too. Um, you can catch us at my guys sports Instagram and Twitter, my guys underscore sports on Instagram, and then at my guys sports on Twitter. Uh, where can they find you, Average? Um, you find me on uh, Moneyline Rich, uh, Moneyline Rich uh, Instagram, my guys uh, Rich Will on uh, my on uh, Twitter. Check us out. Cool for sure. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Catch y'all next week. Cash some tickets. Cash them. Later. Thanks for tuning in to All Bets In with My Guy Sports. With My Guy Sports. Check us out next time and remember to bet responsibly.